Stand by for action. Every show we drop the needle on the tracks that were part of the mixed tapes and mixtapes of my 80s and 90s. Tunes that followed me on the train in the morning, on the way to my adventures on the weekend, and all the times in between. Please join me as I share a track from the record box. What I remember, a little bit of history, and a hell of a lot of nostalgia. I'm Michael, and please join me as we get lost in 12 inches. So who's the one? is the one. I have always had a bit of a soft spot for this particular piece of commercial Released in early 1990 by High Tech 3, a side project of the Belgian band Technotronic, with the Arcade and K providing the rap, uh, which you won't hear a lot of here as I'm using the dub mix. Now, it didn't garner too much attention when first released. But its inclusion on the soundtrack to the live-action Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles created a renewed interest in the track as Turtle Mania swept the world. And this was re- song was released as Spin That Wheel, Turtles Get Real, with the drug references removed and added turtle power on the cover. It was a modest hit globally, charting across Europe and North America. It was most successful in Australia, peaking at number five. It's highest chart position globally, and spending a total of 18 weeks in the charts. And when I hear this song, it takes me back to a night out with Chuck, my oldest friend. It was a Friday in the winter of 1990, Abercrombie Street. Here's where our evening started, the living room, the latest Indian dance music on mixtapes and vinyl blaring from the corner of the room. Talking our usual shit while sharing a six-pack of some domestic beer. And because this was Chuck, it was probably VP. And smoking copious amounts in preparation for the night ahead. It was the first time Chuck and I had headed out together without a larger gang in tow in a long time. With our attitudes properly adjusted, we headed out at about 10 p.m. Destination Spagos on Crown Street. The conversation in the taxi there went something like this. So, where are we going tonight, Michael? Well, Michael, we're going to Spagnolia's. Spagnolia's, you say, Michael? Yes, Michael, Spagnolia's. Ah, Spagnolia's. What an excellent choice, Michael. The club had been popular with our group of friends over the previous few years due to their laxed enforcement of the drinking age. I'd been frequenting this establishment regularly since moving out of home. The club was on Crown Street between Oxford and William Street, a pair of terrace houses that had been converted into a nightclub. And it's this that gave Spagos its charm. Lots of different rooms, dance floors and bars with dimly lit hallways and stairways connecting them. Places to explore. When it was full, it could be amazing. I would hardly call full when we got there. Uh, it was early for a club. We hadn't really worked that out yet. There were people there, just not a lot of them. Couples finding a base for the night in the furnished rooms upstairs, waiting for a larger group to arrive. It 
I did use the light this time in clubs, as the dance floor was usually empty and I could really cut loose. I do like to dance. Oh, and there was never really any wait for the pool tables. Chuck and I had been there for about 90 minutes, and we'd explored a bit, played some pinball and pool, I cut a rug, and we'd gone to the bar for another beer, and we got talking to these three young ladies. Let's call them Sarah, Michelle, and Paula. The liquor courage had kicked in, and we were feeling confident. The banter was free-flowing, and the conversation turned to where should we should go next. The front. Great! Pitt Street. Cool! Sarah had a car. Outstanding! Now, the five of us left and crossed Crown Street to the little hatchback parked almost opposite Spago's. We piled in, me in the front seat, Chuck in the back seat with Michelle and Paul. Sarah started the car and boom, the tape player kicked in and it was spin that wheel. First time I'd heard it. And for the rest of the night as you drove from club to club, the single was on auto reverse and we were loving it. We darted between the city, King's Cross and Surrey Hills, leaving a trail of merriment behind us, taking in the aforementioned front, cigarette and rogues after not getting into Daily Planet. We had a few drinks, we got sweaty on the dance floor and new friendships got forged. Then at about 3.30 in the morning, we ended up back at Michelle's house on the lower North Shore. Her parents were away and we spent the next few hours in rather plus surroundings, watching Rage, talking shit while drinking her dad's beer. I found the hostess to be very hospitable and we shared a moment. But all good things must come to an end and Chuck and I decided to make our way back to Chippendale at about 6am. We trekked up Military Road with a view to heading to North Sydney Station to get the train. The route took us past the pizza hut that employed our friend Luke, and by a happy coincidence, he happened to be opening the restaurant that morning. We could see him in the kitchen from the street. We knocked on the window, trying to get his attention until we let us in. We regaled Luke with the tale of our adventures with Sarah, Michelle and Paula, and then he sent us on our way with enough pizza peak gingerbread men to sustain us on the trip home. Chuck moved to Japan a couple of weeks later. It's now it's time for the question that you've all been waiting for. Would spin that wheel make it into my monthly playlist if the Spotify algorithm fed it to me? Probably not. It was catchy back in the day and I do have a soft spot for it because of the night that was. But it's like so much that was produced back then. And there are better tracks. And now we are at the end of another nostalgia trip. If you've enjoyed listening to me ramble on, please subscribe to get notified when I release new episodes. I'm on all the socials, so check me out there. Thanks for listening to Lost in 12 Inches. I'm Michael, and as I always say, testicles. Testicles.